me through the whole thing again uh, when you get a chance. Right now, we welcome in the general manager of the uh, Indians, who have uh, put together just this amazing streak of 21 straight wins. They are the toast of sports, not just the toast of uh, baseball. And their uh, general manager, who is also the son of our program director, joins us, Mike Chernoff. Mike, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Mike. How are you? Good. Well, uh, first, congratulations. Tell me, uh, as you live through this, uh, what can you share with us the experience of going through this kind of streak? Well, we drew it up like this. We figured it'd be perfect <laughs> to just, you know, go into August, tough stretch of the season, win 21 straight. We figured that'd be a perfect way to do it. Well, then you got to <laughs> win the rest of them if you drew it up that way. So <laughs> that's have to right. That's all, right. So yeah. Yes. It's yeah. that easy, right? No, look, this has been, I think, a, a complete collective contribution from our team, and that's been the most fun thing to see. You see our starters have below two ERA. Our relievers have just above a one ERA. Our offense is clicking on all cylinders. you got young players, veteran players, star players, bench players, everybody contributing. Uh, so it's really been a top-to-bottom effort here. What is, when did it start to, you know, now it's taken on such a national life of its own. At what point did you notice that it got to a point where day-to-day the fan base was growing. The media was on top. I mean, was it double digits? When did it start becoming its own story? That's a good question. So externally, I would say over the past five, six, seven days, it's really started to grow. We've seen a lot more media around here. Um, you have guys following us that were following Barry Bonds during his whole thing. So you know you're a national story when that happens. Uh, you see our fans, we've had almost 5,000 walk-ups the past two nights. Yep. A huge buzz in the city. The amazing thing, Mike, is that in the clubhouse, the team mindset is still just a day-to-day mindset. We saw that throughout the whole postseason last year, too. A huge credit to Tito and his leadership, but things haven't really changed inside the clubhouse. This is just a team going about its business. How about the, uh, you know, you have a, you, you had a year, you know, people don't realize this was a team that was struggling at times this year. I mean, this was a year that was, you know, having some frustration at a certain point to where it's gone now to having a 14-game lead and the best record in the league. But, uh, there, you know, there was a point where you were having some tough times this year. So July 20th, we were coming off of a 1-5 West Coast road trip after the All-Star break, and we were a half a game up on the Twins in the Central. July 20th. Wow. So you're absolutely right. We just we never sort of got clicking on all cylinders throughout the first three and a half months of the season. And then you saw us come out of that. We won nine straight off of that West Coast trip. And then still kind of just sort of, you know, had a good team, started playing better, but not as well as now, obviously. And then hitting a, t- a really tough stretch of 23 straight games in August into September, we have just really turned it on. And like I said, you've seen every aspect of the team start contributing. How much different, Mike, we're talking with the general manager, Mike, turn off the Indians, go for number 22 tonight against Kansas City. How much differently do you and uh, and your great manager, and he is a great manager, um, handle the day-to-day with what's going on as you go through this compared to what you would do on a September 14th with a 14-game lead in your division? Do you have to pay certain respects in terms of who you play and how you treat the game because of the streak? Yeah, and I actually think, and Tito talked about this a lot with us, I think it's good for the team because you could see how with a magic number of four and 14 games up in the division, you could maybe lose some intensity as a team. 
And instead, you've got a young player like, like Mike Clevenger who has to go out yesterday with a record on the line and pitch, you know, in a, in a pretty intense environment with fans going crazy here. That's a good thing as we, you know, hopefully can clinch the division here and prepare for the postseason because otherwise you end up in one of those strange situations where, you know, guys just sort of meander through September and maybe don't have to be thinking about those things. So the streak puts pressure on each Indian to not be the guy who makes the fatal, no, we know it's not fatal, but the mistake that costs the streak. You could look at it that way. I think in a lot of ways our players look at it more as how can I be the guy that helps us win the game, right, whether it's Gio or Shella, a, a third baseman you've probably never heard of before who comes in and makes two diving plays yesterday to Great get us out fielder. of a tough inning. Yeah, he's, exactly. made about, he's made five or six amazing plays in the last couple of weeks. That's right. So the, our guys are looking at this as an opportunity. How can I be the guy that helps us win that next game? You know, you made the move to bring Bruce to your team. Uh, other teams wanted him, too. Uh, Bruce had the uh, reputation here, and he played well for the Mets before the Mets disintegrated. The Mets liked him. He's a good clubhouse guy. How about Bruce and what he's brought to your team? Oh, he's been phenomenal. A really true professional in, in the greatest sense of the word. Um, he came in. It's hard to come into an environment uh, late in the season, especially in August, after all the hype of the trade deadline and fit in. He did it exceptionally well. He's performed really well during that time. Um, he's been a great asset. I mean, he came up huge in a few of our games during the streak. Uh, so he's been just absolutely phenomenal. And more than anything, like I said, he's fit in with the team, which is not easy to do coming into a you know, postseason-type environment. Yesterday hit his 34th home run. He has had a very good year and is a very good guy. We're talking about Mike Chernoff, the general manager of the Indians, as they go for number 22 this evening. Just an incredible, you know, you sit there as a general manager and you're always looking to exact the performance out of each guy and have a guy played to this percentage of optimum and dealing with all those things. What can you say as you watch and live with every inning as you do? You view this differently than anybody else just about because you watch every at-bat right. of every inning. Of it, and you've watched the team over 21 games trail for four innings. I mean, yeah. that is almost inconceivable for anybody who understands baseball. How about sitting there and watching a team almost play to perfection for 21 games? It eases the pressure. I mean, you can imagine, we sit there pulling our hair out usually, because when you're up in the suite or the booth, there's nothing you can do. You want to control it so badly, and there's nothing you can do, and yet we're winning. I mean, we have a plus 104 run differential, so we're winning games <laughs> by, on average, almost five runs a game. Like you said, we've trailed, of the 189 innings we've played, we've been trailing in only four of those innings. That's so insane. And, you've had, and, and how run. many home <laughs> runs have hit, too? I mean, you've, <laughs> right. you've hit 41 home runs and allowed 36 runs. I mean, it's inconceivable uh, what you've gone through. Is there any superstitions to this along the way for this team? I mean, is it, baseball players are very superstitious. Managers are very – is there anything? Is there anybody who hasn't, you know, showered or taken – or always worn the same shirt for 21 days? Yeah, you better watch out about my socks here. No, we yeah, are – sure. You know what, Tito hates superstition, and he's gotten us all off of our superstitions. He is a guy of, you want to have good routines. Baseball's all about routines, but when you play 162 games, you can't be superstitious like that. So it's rubbed off on all of us. We're all better for that. And there hasn't been anything too crazy that we've done. Well, talking about repetition, what you've done is create a team that throws strike one, basically better than any team of all time. Your control numbers have been the best of anybody in history. And our strikeout numbers have, too. I mean, we are right now 
on pace to have the best strikeout to walk rate in baseball history. Baseball history, so which is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, and you wouldn't think of your staff in that way. I mean, you got good pitches, but you wouldn't think of your staff with some of the Dodger staffs or some of the classic staffs of all time. Your numbers are are, are going to be legendary from this team. Yeah, and it's and it's a group effort. I mean, it's Corey Kluber, obviously, uh, as a Cy Young candidate who's already won the Cy Young. This is the ace of our rotation. But top to bottom, really, we have six guys who have been doing it. Um, every one of those guys has contributed tremendously. Trevor Bowers won his last nine outings. Carlos Carrasco during the streak has a sub-1 ERA. The bullpen's been incredible uh, from the beginning of the year, leads the league in ERA. So it's, it's been every one of those guys contributing. How crazy is the city? The city's been awesome. There's a real buzz. Like I said, over the past probably five days, you've seen a lot of fans kind of walking up here, or even just when I drop my kids off at school, people are excited about it. Uh, we saw this happen last year when the Cavs won the NBA championship, and you know millions of people came out for the, that parade, and then we pushed that right into the postseason uh, for us through October, you saw a real buzz around the city. We're, we're kind of starting to see the same things happen now, and that's been really fun for us uh, as we get into, you know, last couple weeks of the season here. Well, you saw the fans reacting at the end of the game yesterday. You could see how into it they were. I mean, you know, you're a team that's way up. You're a team that, you know, is in, you know, tremendous shape as far as, you know, the record goes and everything else. I mean, obviously you're still battling Houston a little bit for, for best record. Uh, but from that standpoint, you can see just how excited your fan base is to see another victory yesterday and how much they're living and dying with every pitch. I think that's been so fun. Look, we, like, we in the front office, our Tito, our players, we have humility, right? I mean, you win 21 straight, hopefully we keep it going, but you're going to go through losing streaks too. And every good team, you watch the Dodgers, had that tough stretch. They still have the best record in baseball. So we know at some point we're going to have our tough stretches also, but more than anything for the city and the attention that it brings the city, the excitement around the ballpark, that's what's been really fun for all of us. We're talking with Mike Chernoff. How about, how about the pressure this puts on a team you know, as it gets now, listen, you want to have pressure. That means you don't have had a great season. But, you know, this kind of streak puts a lot of pressure uh, on a uh, on a team as they get ready to play in the postseason. The Dodgers faced that and had this ungodly losing streak. You eventually this is going to end whenever it does. And I hope this call doesn't be the the catalyst. But the point is uh, that's going to end. But it's going to put this is going to be a team now. There's going to be very high expectations for that's a that's a really good point, and that's something we struggled with in spring training and through April in particular. You come off of last year, and we got so close last year, but we did it as an underdog, right? We, we fought through a lot of adversity throughout the postseason with some of the injuries that we had to get to where we got to and come in as a favorite this year. That was really hard um, to not get caught up in that, not hang, have a little bit of a hangover from last year. And I think that probably contributed to why we were only a half game up on July 20th. I think the team is, is more experienced now, that we've brought back almost the entire team from last year. This is a group of guys who have been through this, know how to handle a postseason environment. And, you know, I think you're starting to see that the pressure is not mounting for them. Instead, they're just enjoying every moment of it. And hopefully that can carry into a postseason run for us. Talking with the general manager of the Indians after 21 straight wins. And you've done this without Andrew Miller, which is, uh, you know, remarkable. You're a great reliever who was such a huge factor last year, the trade you made to get him. And, you know, he hasn't even, he's been a bystander, I would think, for, the, I think, every game of it, hasn't he? 
He, yes, I believe that's right. Yeah, I mean, he's so he's coming off the disabled list today. He'll be back in today um, for for a large portion of this. We've done it without him. We've done it without Michael Brantley. We've done it without Jason Kipnis. That's a credit to the scouting and development in the organization because it's been guys like Gio Urshela or Eric Gonzalez or Yandy Diaz or Ryan Merritt's got two wins in the streak. I mean, we've got young players filling holes in every area of the team, uh, and that's that's been a great organizational story for us and a real credit to the development within the organization. Kid Merritt, people might remember when you threw him in there last year and he had a, after the injury and you that's had to right. throw him into that game last year, and he did a good job. He really did. I mean, he, he did a fascinating job. And when you guys came to play the Yankees and you played him that, that doubleheader that day, I was, yep. all, I was on vacation that day, and you guys just kicked the heck out of the Yankees in both ends of that doubleheader. And I said, man, this team is just playing lights out. You have continued to play that way every day during this entire time. Remarkable to see a team play this well for this long. We came out of a doubleheader, had an off day, and then played another doubleheader the day after that. So we played, we played four games in three days with two doubleheaders. It's, it's rare and tough to, to sweep one doubleheader. We did two. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, like you said, it's been, it's been amazing to watch it. It's sort of surreal in some ways um, to just have the team playing this well and everybody really contributing at the same time. Um, it's a huge credit to the work these guys have put in. And I think, I don't know what the numbers are, like you, you do. I mean, you guys seem to score in the first inning every night. Yeah. We are, I forget, I saw it. As we're up like 56 to 10 in the first two, <laughs> in, in the first two innings of our game. So, like I said, it's a little bit stress-free for a general manager when you're watching a game and you're, you know, 56 to 10 in the first two innings. That makes it a little easier to watch the rest of the game. So, yeah, well, listen, it's pretty amazing. Let everybody, give everybody a break now and tell them what your secret is. I mean, uh, here you are, a young general manager who was last year in the, in the World Series and pushed the season to the brink and now have a 21-game winning streak. Baseball's not supposed to be this easy. It's not that easy. And like I said, we all try to have humility and realize this is a fun thing, but... We have taken our lumps throughout the season, too, and, you know, you never get too far ahead of yourself. I mean, as fun as this has been, as great as it's been for the city, we are fully trying to just win this division and then prepare for the postseason and hopefully have a great postseason run knowing it's not going to be easy. Well, listen, uh, I know you're busy. I appreciate a couple minutes. Congratulations. Uh, everyone here is very excited by it. Everyone, I was watching the last outs in, in your father's office yesterday because the Yankees were playing at the time. So I, we were watching the last outs, and he's pacing around the room in the, in the office, and he's texting your mother at the same time, and he's going crazy. So I, I, watching him yesterday, he was a nervous wreck in the last innings watching the game. You know that? That's how I know it's a big deal when my mom starts texting me after games. Yeah, my mom's she been said, into this she knew too. That's when you know number. you hit it, right? <laughs> Here's your mother, who was a prominent math teacher, who knew your magic number right after the game. She knew That's how many exactly games you right. needed. She's as into That's it as my dad is. It's been awesome. There you go. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Good luck. Great talking to you, Mike. Thank you. Mike Chernoff, the general manager, and uh, obviously his dad's our program director, Mark Chernoff. Uh, I know him since he was a little kid, and uh, like I said, he went played baseball at Princeton for Scott Bradley. Uh, actually, I know Mets fans won't like this, started in the Met organization, then went to work in the Cleveland organization, has worked his way up, and now the last couple of years has been the general manager, and they were in the World Series last year, and now they've won 21 games in a row this year. Uh, and this is with a limited budget, folks, in, in Cleveland. So he has done an absolutely brilliant job back after this.